is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. The best way to support our show is by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash Click the supporter artist button, which takes you to Amazon. Just shop like you normally would, and Amazon will send us a little bit of money, which we will use to buy a lie detector so we can finally question Nanny and get to the bottom of this. I don't even know. This is a problem that we can cross when we get it, but where would we even put the, the pieces on the lie detector on her, like the little... I guess her ankles. I guess her ankles. The sun is up, the sky is clear, but all is lost when you aren't here. Where did you go? Where did you go? Where did you go? I just don't know. Where did you go? Why aren't you here? Everything changed when you disappear. By the way, the song is about the Muppet Babies. Hello, I am Matt Manser. And I'm Eileen Mary O'Connell, and this is Skaterial, the Muppet Babies episode podcast where we investigate the disappearance of the Muppet Babies character, Skeeter. Skeeter, um, as uh, our listeners are aware, I'm sure by now, uh, Skeeter exists on Muppet Babies, but we never see her as a Muppet adult. Mm-mm. We see all the other Muppet Babies characters as, as adults, Kermit. Gonzo the Great, Fozzie the Bear. Fozzie the Bear, Miss Piggy the Pig. Mm-hmm. Uh, we even see Bunsen Honeydew, mm-hmm. uh, Beaker. Beaker, um, spoiler alert, Robin. Um, but we do not see grown-up Skeeter. And we just want to know why. We want to know why, and we want to know what happened to her. We want to know if she's doing okay, if she's not okay. We... We hope that's not the case, but I, we want answers. I want her to be alive, Manser. I'm sorry. I'm already. It's already again. This is the ninth episode, and it's the ninth time that I've just started out crying. Um, again, our podcast. Uh, I'll give a shout out to our sponsor, uh, Puffs Facial Tissue. Uh, Puffs, when you are crying because you don't know what happened to Skeeter, reach for Puffs. Mm-hmm. It's their new official. Tagline. Uh huh. It really speaks to me. It's really targeted specifically towards Eileen. Yeah. Um, but which Eileen has boxes of it. I've just I've assembled an igloo-like structure out mm-hmm. of the puffs, and so it's 360 degrees of me reaching for a puffs tissue and succeeding. It's a very and. Unfortunate necessity in this line of work. <laughs> this isn't glamorous. Uh, it's not. It's a lot of... Eileen's just got snot coming out of her. <laughs> I'm, I'm disgusting. Eileen's very disgusting. Um, but it's understandable. It's only because of... for Out of love for Skeeter. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man. Well, uh, this is the uh, ninth episode of Skeeterial, and so we'll be dis- we'll be discussing the ninth episode of Muppet Babies, um, uh, entitled "What's the name of this episode again?" Oh man, did I? I just wrote down episode nine. It is. Um, oh, oh, um, a close encounters of a frog kind. Close encounters of the frog kind uh, is this episode, and uh, 
Uh, we always have a guest to help us with our investigation, and uh, today we have uh, actress host. You've seen her on MTV VH1, uh, Amy Paffrath. Thank you. Hi so much. guys. Hello, Amy. Thank you for helping us. I, it's a very troubling time for you, but I think we're gonna crack the case today. Ooh, there's I, there's wow. some good clues in this episode. Wow, or very a good clue, I should say. Interesting. I yes. I don't know what clue you're referring to. So. I, I can't. Um, I don't. Did you guys watch it? We yeah. did. There's just. When when there's so many clues, it's hard to pick out which one, one is better than the other. I mean, you see right now, like we're surrounded by just no forensics, and yeah, forensics, and we got my giant my giant chalkboard and my giant cork board just with clues. I know everywhere. It's hard I, to see when you're in the thick of it like this. But I just watched this one episode mm-hmm. from a unique vantage point. So I can't wait to tell you what I think. Well, that's, oh, that's, that's why we have you here. We're looking forward to that. Uh, how familiar were you, were you with Muppet Babies uh, prior to this? I mean, I grew up watching Muppet Babies. It mm-hmm. was like my Tuesday ritual. We'd go to Grandma's. We'd put on Save by the Bell, then Muppet Babies. I don't know if they were in that order, but we watched both those shows. And then she'd make us a nice, healthy dinner and then oh. send us on our merry way. So it was very much a part of my childhood. I love the Muppet Babies. Well, we hope that uh, <laughs> we can we can get some answers today. I didn't notice that she had disappeared, though, so I'm a terrible person. And she's a twin with Scooter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was also laid out in this episode because they that the Alice in Wonderland theme going on. Did you notice that? I did. Yes. Okay, good. That good, we'll, good, good. We'll talk about that in a bit. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Um, if you have not seen this episode... That's fine. We'll be recapping That's it. That's fine. You can but also, to, if you want, you can pause. Pause. Go to YouTube because it's not on Netflix. And you can you can watch, then come back. Come However, back. you want to take we're, in. We're not the boss of you. We we are not. Well, should we begin? <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> summarizing uh, this episode. So let's summarize this episode. Okay, I'll start. Okay. We open on Scooter and Skeeter who hangs a cardboard open sign, faces the camera, and says, The First National Muppet Bank is now open for business. Piggy wants her most precious valuables out of the vault. Scooter pretends that, that the door is a safe and takes out Piggy's valuables, a box of chocolate cupcakes. She stuffs one in her mouth. Rolf deposits a bone and asks Skeeter how much he has saved. Skeeter says, Three bones, two sticks, nine fleas, and a shoe. Piggy calls that worthless, and Rolf explains that the only animal who makes more than him is Morris the cat. Suddenly, Gonzo appears as a bandit and says that it's a stick-up. He puts all the valuables in a bag and rides away on Animal's back. Sheriff Kermit chases him, and they have a shootout, which is just them chewing gum to see who can blow the biggest bubble. Kermit wins, and Piggy rewards him with a cupcake. Oh, man. There's a... A lot going on to to kick off this episode. Mm-hmm. It it start, it opens with Skeeter. Um, yeah, and Skeeter um, is imagining herself as a banker. As I wonder banker. if that's something she got into as hmm. an adult. That could make sense. She left the limelight, and now she's working for U.S. Bank in St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, <laughs> it's possible where they're based. Well, specifically. Very specifically. I, I don't know that that's factual. Oh. I like to make things up. But yeah, I, I liked the uh, Wild Wild West kickoff mm-hmm. to this episode. Muppet Babies play with some very adult themes. They do. Yeah. Bank robberies. And I Miss Piggy is aggressive about her want to procreate with 
Kermit. Kermit. Yeah. Even yeah. as a baby, she's a baby herself. She's very, she's always very aggressive with Kermit, but I think especially in this episode, as we'll see even further, she she's real thirsty for that frog. Yeah, and she's she's a she's a baby. That is very very odd, like Amy said. Yeah. Who wants to have a baby? Babies having babies. Babies too having much, babies. She would have been on Maury in no time. Mm-hmm. Why? Why wasn't she? Was she? she? Was she? She Do might we have, have to been. Watch every episode? episode of Maury now to figure this out. I think we maybe do need to do that. Gonna <sighs> have to buy more yarn for the cork board. Yeah, I also wonder. Back to the banking thing. Um, the banking industry is have known for for some corruption and scandal. Mm-hmm. Um, could uh, Skeeter have been involved in? Some savings and loan or Fannie Mae kind of situation, Mm -hmm. big short kind of thing. She got in over her head with the corruption. Yeah. Wrote some bad loans. Yeah. Maybe she lost everything in the the big crash of of, uh, 08. 08. Or maybe she made a bunch of money off of it, like... uh, like, like Steve, Steve Carell, Carell in the movie. Like Steve Carell, the actual actor Steve Carell. <laughs> That's a, 2008 was a real big year for Steve Carell. Yeah, he made a ton off that. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him, seeing mm-hmm. an opportunity. So maybe Skeeter's is hanging out with Steve Carell, partying in the Virgin it Islands? Up. Yeah. yeah. Offshore account somewhere? Oh, yeah. Huh. Um, nothing to do with Skeeter, but I appreciated the Morris the Cat shout out from Rolf. Yeah. He, Morris the Cat, adopted from my hometown's Humane Society. It was just two instances in this opening scene where I felt like I was being directly talked to. The first is when Skeeter faced the camera and said that the bank was open for business. Yeah, it was weird. She was talking directly to us. Mm-hmm. But now she's not talking to us. I, I was in a good place just now, man, sir. I was thinking about my hometown. I'm sorry. And now I'm... Reaching for another puffs. Uh, puffs. When uh, when you're thinking about your hometown, and then you're reminded that Skeeter is gone, reach for puffs. It's really specific to me again. <laughs> it's very specific. Target marketing. Yeah, it's working. I keep buying it. Um, all right. Well, next in the episode, uh, Nanny comes in and announces that Kermit is an uncle. <gasps> She introduces them to Robin, Kermit's tadpole nephew, who's in a fishbowl. Nanny says they have to take care of him for a bit, but to be careful because he's very young and delicate. Skeeter says, and very yucky. Piggy says, he's not yucky, he's adorable. Kermit says that he never asked to be an uncle, to which Skeeter explains, Kermit, nobody asked to be an uncle. Your big sister had babies. That's what made you an uncle, and the babies are your nieces and nephews. Kermit immediately warms up to his nephew after this crazy revelation. Wow, who thought? Who would have thought that's how you become an uncle? Not it's, by choice. Mm-mm. But Skeeter calmed him down. Skeeter, Skeeter had a calming effect mm-hmm. on Kermit. Maybe she's a doula. Oh. This is a great theory. She's very good with babies mm-hmm. and calming people. Very nurturing. Yeah. Could she have left that nursery and grown up and become a doula? It's it, another theory. Put it on the board. I'm, I'm writing it. I see it. Connect those dots. Mm-hmm. 
connected. And this this is another. Eileen and I have seen this in, I'd say every episode, but nanny nanny is not not nannying. Not she's nannying. Not making the babies nanny. Yeah, she's like, here's you're you're already babies, you Muppet babies. Here's an even, an even babier an baby. Even babier. You take oh. care of this baby now. I'm going to leave. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think she's intentionally trying to harm anybody, but she's very negligent. She's, yeah, I'm, she's a bad nanny. I'm surprised no one's, you know, written to the board and mm-hmm. and complained. The, the nanny board. The nanny board. Mm-hmm. This place needs to get shot down. Maybe Skeeter did. Oh, Ooh. you think? You think Skeeter whistle whistle blew Do the whistle on that operation? And maybe she runs that place now. Oh, oh. Skeeter became the, n- the n- new nanny. The new na- she, she's the new nanny. She's wearing those green striped tights, and we never see her face again. Oh wow! wow. Oh, my nanny's gosh. face is never revealed. It's right? Never it's revealed. just her legs up. So, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty solid lead. That's pretty. Not good. the lead I had though. Oh, there's there's wow. better we're discovering lead? so much. Oh my goodness! Well, my heart is beating so fast. Yeah, it is I, going. Calm yourself. I, I'm doing it for Skeeter. Okay. Uh, next in the episode, the babies press their faces against the fishbowl to get a good look at Robin. Skeeter wonders what he's thinking about, and Scooter says he can't think. He's too young. But then we get to hear Robin's internal monologue. He thinks Gonzo looks like a banana with eyeballs and that Skeeter and Scooter are a two-headed monster that wants to eat him, which stresses him out. Fozzie tells Robin a joke. Why are fish so smart? Give up, because they swim in schools. Robin immediately spits water into Fozzie's face and Kermit scolds him. Robin starts crying and Piggy tries to soothe him. Piggy tells Kermit that one day they might have a little tadpole of their own. Wouldn't that be nice? Kermit hesitates and Piggy doubles down. Wouldn't it? Wow. Again, as she you does mentioned. not hold back. No, she knows what she wants at a very young age. Super young. Like, play the field a little, Piggy. Yeah. You got your whole, you got 100% of your life ahead of you. There is no life behind you. You are a baby. He's a baby. Just. Have time to enjoy being just a baby. Be a baby. Like when I was Piggy's age, I was just I was just playing with blocks. Yeah, you weren't thinking about having having babies with no. a frog. No, that that came much later. <laughs> that teens, was later. That's pre-teens. A, the mm-hmm. teen thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, something else interesting about that. Uh, she says, "Wouldn't it be great if we had a, a little tadpole of our own?" Is that how it would work with a pig and a frog i i don't think so well it would definitely have hooves right must, but then in or webbed hooves if we're going off of other instances of muppets in a muppet christmas mm-hmm. carol we see kermit and piggy married and they have little baby pigs and frogs and they're just pigs and frogs yes so not a, a the, the males are Frogs. frogs and the and, and the, the girls, girls are, are pigs. pigs. It's kind of like in Lady and the Tramp when Lady and the Tramp have puppies. The the girls are cocker spaniels and the boys are mutts. Um, <laughs> however, Muppet Christmas Carol. 
uh, Kermit and Piggy are are acting. That's true. They are playing Bob Cratchit and Mrs. Cratchit. So, mm-hmm. you know, those aren't their actual kids. But I don't, yeah, I don't know if that is that it shows us what would happen if that's the reality, or if that was just something that was made up for Muppet Christmas Carol. You know, genetically speaking, I'm not exactly sure what that species would look like. What would it be? Would it be? Would it be like green with a a, a prog? We could call them progs. Progs. A, progs. a pig, mm-hmm. fo- pig frog. Pig mm-hmm. frog. Pig frog. I yeah. do a like fig. Robin's gender bending name, though. Robin's mm-hmm. a boy. Maybe Robin Thicke was named after oh. Robin the tadpole. I don't know any other male Robins. Do you? Uh, well, just from Batman. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. There's a. Uh, uh, Robin Leach. There's many the, uh, examples. I stand mm-hmm. corrected. Lifestyle. It's, it's of the rich and famous. Yeah, I do Dana Carvey's impression <laughs> of Robin Leach. Dana Carvey, if you're out there and want to be on Skaterial, we are available day and night. Uh, I round live in the, the studio. Clock. Yeah. You can bring, uh, bring Garth and Johnny Carson with mm-hmm. you. You can bring Pistachio Disguise. <laughs> From yes. The hit movie Master of Disguise. Yes. Please bring as much as you can. I'm crying again because I love Dana Carvey and I miss Skeeter. So, what happens next in the episode? Is it me? It's you, Matt Manser. Okay, I'll read. Piggy then tells Robin the story of Piggy in Wonderland, where Piggy follows Robin down the tadpole hole. She's falling down the hole and slows down when her dress acts like a parachute. She follows Robin uh, out a tiny door, leading them to the funny farm, where the plants are alive and laugh at everything. Fozzie tells them a joke. Why do caterpillars play with their food? Give up? Because they like to watch the butterfly. The plants boo him. Then Fozzie faces the camera and says, You kids like my jokes, do you? Uh, Then he's hit by a tomato coming from... From us. Uh, from us, apparently. Uh, he's hit by the tomato, and he reminds us that no one is forcing us to watch the show. That was very confusing, because I don't remember throwing a tomato at, at my computer screen, but then it was there from from the angle that I was sitting on. It's, um, it's very confusing. You yeah. know, tomatoes are not that hard to, uh, they're not that easy to throw. Yeah. I've, I've tried. The Renaissance yeah. Festival mm-hmm. gives oh. you this opportunity. They're They're... Much less weighted than you would think. So whoever's aiming that tomato is very, very good. Hmm. I think it's a baseball legend, Ozzy Smith. Ozzy Smith. Another St. Louis reference for you. Because uh, that's Louis? where I'm from. So, ah. so Ozzy Smith is good he's, at throwing tomatoes? Yeah, he's very good. Could, um, I don't know, could he come into play in this? He's Was he ever throwing tomatoes at Fozzy? Does he not like okay jokes? I mean, okay at best. <laughs> For the children, I think I probably giggled at that as a child. Mm-hmm. It's because they make butters fly. It's Butter a, fly. It's a good joke for a, a baby good joke. to say. For a, for a, a baby. For a baby. Wow. Yeah. If my daughter told me that joke one day, I would applaud and put her on stage at the Laugh Factory because wow. that's impressive. I would, I would want to watch a baby do stand-up at the Laugh Factory. Right? Mm-hmm. New yeah. goal. That's <laughs> New what my goal. kid's doing. No yeah. violin for you. Yeah. Mm-mm. You're telling jokes. Yeah. It's good to force your kids to do what you want that. them. Yeah, that's, them. yeah. live vicariously. Mm-hmm. That's what all parents should do. 
And also, Piggy's dress can become a parachute. That's yeah, that was impressive. Very impressive. Or was it just dumb luck? In that she just got away with falling down the tadpole hole. Yeah. And got lucky. Yeah. Hmm. Next, Piggy and Robin encounter Skeeter D and Scooter Dumb. Scooter thinks that it's supposed to be Scooter D and Skeeter Dumb, and the twins fight over who's smart and who's dumb. Scooter calls Skeeter, Skeeter Dizzy, and Skeeter Bug Eater, and Skeeter sticks a bathroom plunger on Scooter's butt. Robin says, if this is what it's like to grow up, then I don't wanna. Next, Piggy and Robin encounter Rolfy Wolfy, the dog version of Humpty Dumpty, sitting on a giant piano. Rolfy Wolfy sat on the keys. Rolfy Wolfy had a great sneeze. He falls off the piano, breaking the keys. The rest of the Muppets, including Bunsen and Beaker, pop out and say all the King's Muppets and all the King's men couldn't get the piano together again. The babies try to fix the piano, but it gets out of hand. Suddenly, a giant hand appears and grabs Robin. Oh, my goodness. This is where it gets wacky. Mm -hmm. This is where it gets wacky. This is, It's been pretty... Normal mundane, and mm-hmm. then just normal storybook adventures, and then wackiness. This is, I mean, we've seen Skeeter and Scooter have their sibling fights before, but this was the most violent of their fight, I would say. They just like it got really physical, like they yeah. were pushing and shoving each other. Scooter climbed up a tree, and Skeeter chopped down the branch that he was sitting on. That would that would injure a baby, that would injure anybody, yeah. Especially a baby. Mm -hmm. Especially a baby. Yeah, it turned into like itchy and scratchy territory Mm -hmm. with these two. Yeah. Oh, man. Somebody's out for blood. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, no. Could it be a sibling rivalry that got out of hand? It definitely could. We've had our eye on on Scooter. Yeah. You always check the family, the closest relatives. That's true. And we don't know who any of their other relatives are. So he's the only prime suspect. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that actually jumping back a bit, that reminds me of something else about when when Robin is brought in by Nanny, and you know your your sister had a baby is what we find out. We don't see Kermit's sister. We never get to meet her. No, she we like didn't comes know- in apparently. Yeah, drops off Robin, doesn't say hi to, to her, her brother. Bro- yeah, rude. Is it now? Is it? There's two possibilities. One is that. Kermit's sister doesn't want to interact with Kermit. The other is that Nanny won't let him interact with his big sister. Maybe because she doesn't want to see the life, the way that he's living, the way that she's not taking care of the babies. That Mm. could be it. She's shielding. But if Kermit's sister is old enough to have a baby, Mm -hmm. couldn't she watch him from time (gasps) to time? You'd think so. You would think. But now Kermit's watching her baby. Mm-hmm. She's There's having a, a baby of... babysitter baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, her so, yeah. brother babysitter her baby. And her... what is... Um, a lot of is, questions here. That must be quite the age difference between Kermit and her his older sister. Are there other... Are there other... Siblings? Siblings in between? Or are there Kermit's parents just have an unusual gap? Right. Mm-hmm. Don't or are they different parents? Are they half siblings? Oh. Yeah. Do frogs mate for life? Do they? I don't think so. Also, don't frogs lay frogs give birth by laying eggs, if I recall from science class in first grade when I was also watching Muppet Babies for the first time, mm. incidentally. 
Um, frogs lay multiple eggs, but there's only one baby that his sister had. Is this a Finding Nemo situation where there was many babies and only one survived? Hmm. This Sorry is getting very sad. It's getting very well. Estranged it was, families, missing children. It started sad, Amy, it's, because it's a super beautiful, sad. A beautiful creature is disappeared, and we don't know where she is. And her name is Skeeter, and I miss her. It's such darkness. Such darkness. Also, getting back to Skeeter D and Scooter Dumb. Mm-hmm. There's also, and one of the, I remember one of the things, one of the insults Scooter had for Skeeter. For, for Skeeter D was he called her Skeeter Jeter, which made me think of Derek Jeter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're getting back to baseball, baseball. shortstops again. Right, right. Ozzie oh. Smith earlier. Wow. Could Derek Jeter and or Ozzie Smith have anything to do with this? I don't know. Could uh, Skeeter have been caught in the baseball steroid scandal? Wow. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because she, we know that she, we know that she's a gymnast, so she takes athletics very seriously. And sometimes, sometimes the pressure to perform too much makes you makes you make bad decisions, mm-hmm. like injecting steroids into your butt cheek. Yeah, it's it's a natural progression in professional sports. Mm-hmm. So if Derek Jeter's involved, yeah, but he's he's and he's been clean, on the clean as route. far as I know, and Ozzy Smith as well. Yeah, maybe she got caught in the line of a pitch meant for Fozzie. Oh, and wow. she got hit with a fastball to the face or a, tomato. a tomato. Or a tomato. That's what I meant. Yeah, a fast a fast tomato. Fast tomato to the face. Yeah, can do some damage. Mm-hmm. And also mentioned Skeeter. She, what's the thing with the plunger? And, and she just she just sticks a plunger on her brother's. But which I just thought was weird and aggressive. Not so the I wood inside. Not the, the wood inside. It's the, the plungy, plungy side. side. But it was just very. A. Where did it come from? Where did she acquire a plunger in Wonderland? And B. Why is that what you do to your brother? But that also made me think. She's putting a plunger on a on her brother's butt. Steroids. <laughs> steroids are injected, injected into, in the, butt. into the butt. Oh man! Foreshadowing. Yeah. It's also highly unsanitary. Yeah, to very. stick a plunger mm-hmm. on anybody, any any so that's body a, parts. Yeah, she, she meant business with that move. Yeah, was it was it a new plunger or a used plunger? I pray that in Wonderland everything is pristine. Me too. Yeah, we can only. We can I don't only think pray. there's toilets in Wonderland. I don't. I don't oh, think so. I, we did not. How see do any people? Toilet. It just evaporates. Oh my gosh! You don't have to go. Oh. <laughs> So how does that? Yeah, it just it, it, dissolves. It, it's it, was, it isn't. You still have fecal matter and urine <laughs> inside of you. Yeah, and it disappears. It just disappears. It just yeah, just magically. Wow. Which also which. So why are there plungers there again? Yeah, I, it makes absolutely no sense <gasps> as weapons. Ah, yeah. yes. Or they injected steroids with them back then. That's how you did it. You plunged mm-hmm. it up the butt. Time you just were... went straight into the butthole. Wow. <laughs> you don't need to make an injection. It just goes right in. I never knew this aspect of, of Wonderland before. Mm-hmm. It's a twisted Wonderland. Wow. Wow. All right, should we get back to the episode? Yeah, let's get back to the episode as I <laughs> as I rub my eyes in in a ghast. All right. Uh so um that hand we didn't talk about this yet, but that hand that scooped up Robin 
Uh, we find out it belongs to Animal, who runs around the nursery carrying Robin and climbs up a bookshelf. Skeeter begs, don't hurt Robin, he's only a baby. Uh, Scooter reminds them that Nanny said Robin is delicate. Uh, Animal and Robin uh, then talk to each other in goo-goos and gagas. Uh, Robin apparently tells Animal a joke because Animal laughs and says, funny. Uh, so they're friends. But Piggy thinks Kermit should still get Animal to bring Robin down. So Kermit demands that Animal bring him down immediately. Animal drops Robin, who bounces around before landing on Gonzo's nose. Uh, Kermit picks up Robin and realizes that they have the same smile. Mm-hmm. Robin gives Kermit and Piggy a little kiss, to which Piggy says, yuck. Uh, Skeeter says, watch this, Robin, and does a, a headstand. Robin copies her and succeeds at doing a headstand, too. Ralph shows him his piano, but Robin isn't as good at it. Ralph says, that's okay, and the babies all sing this episode song, Practice Makes Perfect. And Robin applauds. This is where the clue lies. Ooh. The headstand, you guys. Mm -hmm. She's known for her gymnastics, right? Yeah. I mean, headstands are tricky. Mm -hmm. If you do it wrong, it can snap. Oh. I don't know. That's what I was thinking when I saw that. I think she got... She got a little older, mm-hmm. thought she could still do the same moves she could do. Oh, no. And might have had a little accident. Oh, my. The spinal oh my. cord is a very important part of our bodies. It is. Oh, oh my goodness. Headstands as a child are a little different. I don't have enough hands for the amount of tissues that I need to grab. Um, that's uh, our so sponsor. So if she's not dead, she could be a paraplegic. Oh, no. We hope that's hope she's she's doing okay. Uh, we hope she's all right in a facility that takes good care of her. Yeah. Wow. Well, and her brother clearly does not visit her. Yeah, her, her brother just went on with life. Wow. Does he not mention her ever? No. No, not in any movie or TV show with Muppets in There's them. There's no mention. That is very odd. I don't know if you mentioned this on air, but there should we mention I, this? All right, we'll mention Do it. it. There is a. An appearance of an adult Skeeter in a Muppet comic, comic book. book. But that is clearly just from the imagination of some comic mm-hmm. book writer. Yeah. It's not real. It's, it's uh, not Skeeter in the flesh. I don't get to see her talk and move around. I just see a picture of her with tech, with a, with a speech bubble. That's not real. Also in the comic book, there's weird celestial Statler and Waldorf-esque characters and they're playing chess and the chess piece influences what happens with Skeeter and the other Muppets. So that's clearly not free will. And if anybody in the world has free will, it's Skeeter. Mike, drop. Wow. Yeah, applaud. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, a, uh, lot of, a lot of commenters have pointed that out and I've been holding it in. Unlike how I would hold in poop if I was in Wonderland because it would just evaporate. Just evaporate. That was very well communicated, though. Mm-hmm. I really understood Thank you. what you meant. And Thank you. You're right. A drawing, anyone can make a drawing of Skeeter and say, look, this is where she's currently. But no, we haven't seen her. No. I make a drawing of Skeeter every day when I wake up. And that doesn't mean that she's here. No. It just means that that I like drawing Skeeter. <laughs> It makes me feel good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Skeeter is is not some drawing. She's on Muppet Babies. Yeah, a real a thing documentary about the Muppet Babies, the Muppets as babies. So 
sorry, sorry to get off on a on a soapbox there, guys. I think it needed to be said though. I f- yeah. it needed to be said, and I f- I feel like there's a huge weight off my shoulders, and there's some huge weight of puffs around you. Yeah, a lot of puffs. Yeah, to weigh down those shoulders. Mm-hmm. They're very light though because they're Kleenexes. It's true. Yes, puffs <laughs> tissues. Light enough to be on your shoulders and not weigh you down too much. Puffs that seems also very specific to me. This is just the is just the copy they give to me to read during the show. Huh? Right. What's next in the episode? Next in the episode, Skeeter says Nanny wouldn't be too happy if she found out that we took Robin out of his bowl. They try to put him back, but Robin runs away and jumps inside a picture book of Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. To rescue him, the babies imagine themselves rowing a big boat. They spot Robin in the ocean and put scuba gear on to swim after him. They get captured by a submarine manned by a seemingly full-grown full grown guy in scuba gear. The babies try to run away, and the scuba man opens his helmet to reveal that it's Robin. The babies escape in a mini-submarine, that they're, and they're almost safe, until the mini-submarine is wrapped in the arms of a giant octopus. The babies panic... Then we go back to the nursery. Skeeter says, don't let your imagination get the best of you, Scooter, and calmly carries the book to the fishbowl, shakes and shakes Robin from the book to the bowl. Kermit asks how did how she did that, and Skeeter coolly replies, easy as pie. Then Nanny comes back carries and carries Robin in his bowl away and says that next time he comes over, they might get to play with him out of the bowl. Gonzo says the next time he comes over, we're going to be in big trouble, Uncle Kermit. And Kermit mumbles, gosh, relatives, OG, the end. (laughs) Kind of a a soft ending. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It veered off so much. They didn't really know how to rein it back in. No, I mean, it just Skeeter solved everything. She did. And I love that she said, what did she say? There was a a, 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 to Skeeter. No, to Scooter. Oh, yeah. don't let your imagination, let your imagination get, the get the best of you. Which could be... Scooter's got a wild imagination. He's got a wild imagination. Skeeter's trying to keep it in check, but can she keep it in check forever? I mean, it's also... I mean, all we have in our search for Skeeter, often it is our imagination because mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of... Concrete evidence. Yeah. yeah. I just have my imagination and the, the drawings of her that I make every morning when I wake up. And the the bag of potatoes that I've dressed up to look like her. Yeah. That's just a thing about me. That's um, what we learned in... Uh, episode 7. Episode 7. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fine. Could... Uh, so Skeeter sort of solves everything by by saying, hey, don't get too crazy and just shakes Robin out of a book. So Robin really was inside, inside of this book. Inside a book. Kind of in a, a a Blue's Clues-esque situation where you hop into a page and that world comes to life. But this was pre-Blue's Clues. Could Skeeter be stuck inside a book? Absolutely. Oh my goodness. What book? What book? What book would she read? Well, we need to start opening books. I have to read every book. There's a library behind us. There is. We are in a library with books and corkboards and chalkboards. And puffs. And puffs and a potato sack that looks like a little Muppet baby named Skeeter. Well, what what book would, would Skeeter read? She's into... Gymnastics. Gymna- Maybe What's, like an autobiography of Dominique Dawes. Ooh. 
yeah. like famous gymnast from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Is she also from? She's not, as St. far Louis. as I know. She's not St. from St. Louis. Huh. St. Louis. Uh, I did do a fifth grade project on her, though. Oh. I did. Uh, I was very in into St. gymnastics Louis. when I lived in St. Louis, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, well, okay, we should look for any gymnastic biographies yeah dominic dawes mary lou retton mm-hmm. carrie strug carrie strug yes. dominic That's... mochianu Ooh, la dominique not a dominique's in gymnastics yeah mm. uh uh nadia Comonici. whoa <laughs> um who else um uh who's that one who's not impressed michaela oh i forget her last her name? name i don't i don't watch sports i only look for skeeter well, Skeeter loves sports. Yeah, Maybe. if you want to find Skeeter, you got to be interested in what she's interested yeah, in. I know, I know, I know. There's just so much. I've been lately. My focus on research has just been on exposed belly buttons. I've been looking at every exposed belly button and trying to see if it belongs to Skeeter. Skeeter was bearing her midriff. Mm-hmm. Could Britney Spears be a grown-up Skeeter? Oh my God! She changed her hair. Same belly button. Same belly Same button. Same belly button. Got a piercing. Mm-hmm. Hit Me Baby One More Time was originally titled Hit Me Muppet Baby One More Time. Wow. I I can't believe you knew that original name of that song this whole time and didn't mention it. And you've mention- been sitting on that. I just, I, I, I feel, I feel of a fool. Feel of a fool. <laughs> yes. That common phrase. <laughs> Oh, don't cry, Eileen. I got. I have. I have puffed tissues in both hands and in between my toes, just ready to be used to catch those tears. It's going to be okay. Oh, Amy just gave me a a A a gentle arm swipe on the arm. It felt. I didn't get too close. It's okay. You've got. I I am full of snot. You got too close. All over her. Uh, Very disgusting. Um, so Skeeter saves the day in this episode, mm-hmm. but I don't think oh, she, we've been able to save the day no, for we Skeeter. Haven't. No, I don't think we'd found it today. We found real good clues, but no concrete answers. Well, we're not going to find it till we find her. Yeah. Till there's yeah. a body or mm-hmm. we see her in person, you yeah. know? when. When we find her, whether if she's alive, we will conclude this podcast interviewing her. And if If she agrees to it, if she agrees to it, and if she is deceased, then we will record at whatever gravesite she has, where I will be wearing a, a a black veil, and I will not leave that site even after the podcast is over. You will reside there. Yes, (laughs) will be your new home. (laughs) I mean, we should. Just uh, investigate cemeteries yeah. and just look for unmarked graves, unmarked graves, or even marked or grave. marked graves. Mm-hmm. You think there's a marked one out there? I've, there might be a Rolodex or a you know directory for that kind of thing. I don't think just going around is the best idea. That, no, no. Some people might frown upon frown upon that. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> I think we could just walk around. Sure, like at, at night, Hollywood forever, the, definitely. Yeah. Hollywood. That's like a tourist attraction. Mm-hmm. And if she's buried anywhere, she's a celebrity. Yeah. Wouldn't she be there or at where Michael Jackson is buried? At- <laughs> where is he buried? 
somewhere over here. Somewhere over here. Forest Lawn. Forest Lawn. Forest Lawn. Correct. Yeah. Okay, we we will take a look through Hollywood Forever and Forest Lawn. We'll split it up. I'll go to Hollywood Forever, and you go to the Lawn of Forest. The Lawn of Forest. We call it in L.A. in the biz. But she could be buried in St. Louis. She She could be. Where she banked for quite a while. Where she may have banked. And I'll cover that. I'm heading back there this weekend. So Thank you. I'll take a look. Thanks. Um, Go visit some relatives and see if Skeeter's there. Just like like Kermit has relatives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or all of us. We all have relatives. We all do. Don't we? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think everybody has a relative. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. My relatives are very concerned about me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cuz you're become so enamored and mm-hmm. a little a little gross, I'll be honest. Yeah, it's mostly it's mostly the gross thing. They support they support the quest to find Skeeter cuz they have hearts too. They know that this is a bad situation that we need to solve, but it's just it's really the cleanliness thing. Yeah. But I assume they also admire your determination to find yeah, mm-hmm. from afar because I do not smell good. Well, you know, the tears wash the snot away. They so do. They wash the snot away. It, it helps. Thank you. Yeah. They serve a purpose. Mm-hmm. You should just cry a little more. I should cry. Yeah, I am very sticky. <laughs> and salty. And salty. Yeah, sometimes like woodland creatures in need of a salt lick will approach Eileen and you have to shoo <laughs> them away. I go, shoo, go away, woodland Baby creatures. Deers. I'm trying to find yeah. Skeeter. And then they frolic away, batting their animated eyelashes. Well, if Skeeter is in need of salt, maybe this will bring her back. Mm-hmm. Skeeter, if you need salt, if you are if you are having breakfast and your hash browns are too bland, I am there for you in an instant. How could she resist? How could she I don't think she can, so hopefully this will do it. Hopefully uh, someone tells her. Yeah. Eileen's your gal. Mm-hmm. Show your face. I will salt your hash browns. It's a dilemma many of us face, so. Mm-hmm. Well, Amy, thank you so much for helping us This today. has been a delight. I hope that you've got one step further, one step closer. Not further. Further away is not the way you want to no, go. No, that's the opposite. I want to Further away closer. from. From her, the mystery. Yes. yes. Closer to the answer. Uh, where can our where can our listeners find you online? Uh, you can find me on social media at Amy Paffrath, mm. P-A-F-F-R-A-T-H. And that's also my website, amypaffrath.com. Perfect. And you can find Skaterial on social media at Skaterial. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Give us a follow. If you have any theories about where Skeeter might be, share them with us. And don't forget to like, subscribe us on iTunes. Uh, yes. Um so please do all of that. So I guess for now, there's only one thing we can do. Yes. Now we go bye bye. Go bye bye. Go bye bye. Where did bye-bye. you go? Where did you go? I just don't know. Where did you go? Why aren't you here? Everything changed when you disappeared. By the way, the song is about the Muppet Babies. Boardwalk Audio Podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.